Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in for yet another edition of Gameware Express. It's Saturday, February 15th, 2014. I'm your host, Adam Arinder. Sorry we're coming at you a day late. I, uh, I had a special guest I thought uh, lined up for this week, and that kind of fell through. Plus yesterday, I guess, was Valentine's Day, so we wanted to spend time with our loved ones and not spending time with our loved ones here in front yeah, of Yeah, that's what microphone. we do here, actually. That's right, so... Uh, we do have a good show still this week, so thanks for sticking with us. Since yesterday was Valentine's Day, I thought I'd put a little spin on this week's introductory question, so we'll go with Renee first today. Okay. Renee, what game would you say is the best game to play on a date? Like a best date game. Oh, I know the exact answer, and Steven's yeah, going to answer sure the same. sure we got the same answer. All right, let's go. One, okay. two, three. Guitar, music. <laughs> That's okay. They're on the same line. Exactly. They're both Bomani games. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for us. I guess Poppin is technically a game that was created for people to play on dates. And that's why I said it. But I guess I should have gone with my heart. Which is what we used to do. And we played Guitar guitar Freaks freaks together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it should be like couples question because we're like the two couples on the show here. So why not play on a date like the hardest Rhythm game you can imagine, which is either Guitar Freaks or maybe or Beat Pop- Mania. But Poppin'. Beat Mania. I could never get the hang of Beat Mania. Yeah, it's difficult. It's very difficult. Even the easiest songs I've are like, seen. what am I doing? <laughs> oh, no, I used to watch you play that at uh, the, the old GameWare Monthly. Yeah, I always brought, it on the side. Yeah. brought our Japanese setup and played some Beat Mania. I never really understood what that was. Steven Martin, by the way, is also talking. Thank you. So hey, y'all kind thanks of answered that question here. together. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> So if you if you never played Poppin, it is a it's a rhythm game for the arcade setting that's got what nine buttons yeah or something like that. So when you play two players though, you only have to mess with three buttons, right? Which makes it a lot easier. And um, but yeah, it actually was created so that people could go to arcades in 1998 <laughs> in Japan and play video games together while on dates. Oh, so, that's cute. So that's funny. We sorry we got the wrong answer. No, we it still feels different. like it's right. It, it does feel right. <laughs> Occasionally, I, I, I still like to play pop, and uh, I'll go to gameware sometimes. And you always Poppin's garner a crowd every time. Yeah, there's like five people or six like, people watching you play Chinese video games. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this is. And we have popping at home too, so we right. do have a home controller, and we have one version so far. Yeah, we'll how get more. Yeah, we're gonna get more this fall. I was gonna say how many are there? Oh, there's like 17 versions. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we probably Wait, have. There's gotta be more than that. 18 now. Yeah. Probably 18. <laughs> And we have seven or eight different versions of Beat Mania, and we have two controllers. So maybe we'll go on a date later and play that. Date time. Yeah. <laughs> date night, date night, yay. We like dates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this is perfect for Saturday night. So right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so thank you all for joining me. My Valentine, Rachel McCauley. Oh, hi. What's your answer, my dear? Well, on our first, well, it wasn't a real date. Kinda. I don't know. The first time we ever hung out, it was, um, we played, uh, Four Swords together. Mm-hmm. But that's probably something you shouldn't play on a first date. Right. Because then you're gonna hate each other by the well, end of the night. We <laughs> didn't hate each other, I guess. No, we didn't. Now, this is Four Swords anniversary yeah, on the 3DS. Was, we played on the when 3DS, it was initially but... launched. Because it just came out again for free a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But no, we, we played that on our first date. But I think that, um, I just like, in general. Sure. Hmm. That's a good question. Because you don't want to play like anything that's like too competitive. Right. Because then that's going to get like... We want to play a nice cooperative people. game. Another... Uh, hmm. 
I don't know. So not like Mario Party or... No, uh, no Mario Party. None of that. Uh, I don't know. What's your answer? I'll think My answer would have been Rock Band, so it's kind oh, of the yeah. same thing yeah. they rock said. Band. So, I mean, rock Band's a good answer. Yeah. Because you can drink and... Yeah, and it's not really helps. serious. You can yeah. all play together and have fun and stuff. I must okay. win every time. It's not like New Super Mario Brothers and where you just throw each other into piranha You see their taste in music. That's true. Whenever you do that, you so it's like that way. Yeah, a rock, really good answer. Yeah, rock band only has good. like one Creed song. <laughs> Isn't it like a live version of a Creed song? I don't know. Maybe re-recorded. Let's go find out right now. <laughs> so, um, thank you for joining me. John Michael's out uh, gallivanting around the town. I guess I'm not really sure where he is, but um, just us today. But that's not a problem. Let's get right into it. Um, y'all, y'all ever do that thing where you have so many games you know you're gonna play that you can't decide which one to play and you end up playing nothing? Yes. Okay. Well, that was me this week. So then I decided to pick up my iPad and downloaded a game called Threes that I've been hearing a lot about this week. So that's the only thing I've been playing, but it's super addictive because someone over here. I had to pry the iPad out of her hands so we could record the show. Hi, that's me. So the Threes is this little game on iOS. It's like a uh, sliding tile number game. It's like if you like puzzles and first grade math, you might like this game. So um, well, how it works is you have tiles each have a number, one, two, and multiples of three. So you slide them around on the board, ones and twos add together and become a three. Then you combine that three with another three, and that makes a six. But you can't combine a six with a three, because they don't match. So then a six has to combine with a six, then so on and so forth. And the object is to make the biggest numbers you can to help increase your score. However, it controls kind of funky, because you can't just slide one single tile around. When you slide, the whole board slides, at least to where it can. It's like those terrible puzzles where you have to like slide to make the picture. Right. And you only have one open spot, but mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like that. It's not quite the same thing. But and, and it's weird because you can only combine the numbers when they like hit a wall or pushed up against a wall. Because sometimes you want to try to move and combine these two numbers, but they don't go because the whole board will slide away. So those are Steven's least favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like that at all. They're, on the Vita has this little welcome application when you first get your Vita. Yeah. And it has one of those things where you have to take a picture. And then it turns it into a slide puzzle, oh. and I'm not a fan of those. I mean, it's not necessarily like a slide puzzle, like it jumbles up and you have to put it together. It's right, just, right. I mean, it's kind of weird at first, trying to wrap your head around the strategy of doing it, but like my score is not even close to being as high as other scores I've heard, but I, I feel like I'm finally starting to get the hang of it. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty addicting. So if I get this, can I challenge you on Game Center? You like, can. Well, yeah, we are uh, check that out. The, uh, you have like a leaderboard, so you can see all your friends' leaderboards versus the top scores. And uh, you can also see Rachel's scores because she's been, like I said, playing on my mm-hmm. <laughs> account. Yeah, everyone on Twitter has been talking about threes right. this week. I think one of the designers was the guy who made one of Rachel's favorite iOS games, Ridiculous Fishing. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, fun! I found a, a fun little you know Easter egg in Ridiculous Fishing. Octodad and the Bit Trip Runner are both in... Ridiculous. Oh, isn't he like Squid Father? Yeah, Squid and... Father and Runner. <laughs> and Runner. So I was like, oh, that's so cute. They're like, Squid Father's just like, he's just an ordinary guy. <laughs> Not a squid. That's right. So. And then uh, I went and bought an Xbox One. Yeah. And was setting it up when y'all got over here because I got uh, my Titanfall beta code in finally, but I haven't had a chance to play that yet. So we'll probably talk about that uh, next week on next week's show. And that's pretty much all I've been doing because I've been boring 
Rachel. Hi, yes. Aside from playing threes on my iPad, what else have you been playing? Um, not a whole, whole bunch. This week I played, I started like getting into like, I want to play a puzzle game mode. So mm-hmm. I played Tetris Attack for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was just that. I just set it, I, I set it on hard, which I'd never done before. And how does that affect, first of all, yes. how is Tetris Attack uh-huh. different from normal Tetris? Well, the blocks aren't falling down. Mm-hmm. They're, well, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a push-up. Yeah, pop. it's they like, like push-up, kind of. They come up from the bottom, kind of, mm-hmm. but not, in Tetris Attack, they don't, I don't know. Like, they come up from the bottom, and you can drop stuff, like if you're playing in versus mode, on the top as well. Mm-hmm. And there's no but shapes. Yeah, right. there's no shapes. They're just, like, little individual blocks. You have to, like... Turn them and get three in a row. So it's like a match three game. <laughs> yes. Does King dot com know about this? <laughs> yeah. No. Um. But yeah, I just played that a lot. And while you were out of town, I stole your PS4 and I played Outlast. Nice. Oh, how'd that go? <laughs> I played for fifteen minutes and then I stopped. It's really, really scary. I, I had a, a friend of mine come over, and he actually was the one that was like playing it with me, and. The air conditioner in our house kept hitting on and off, like while we were playing the game. It it just made it that much more creepy, and it was like really really late at night, um, because he didn't get off work till like one o'clock in the morning, and um, so we turned off all the lights and we we're playing Outlast, and this was like the scariest thing. Like, in in fact, we didn't even see any like of the monsters or mm-hmm. variants or whatever they call them in the game. It was just like the atmosphere was <laughs> that bad, so. So if they yep. would, if you would have been told it was like a My Little Pony game, you wouldn't have been freaked out as much until oh. you, something came up. Oh no, I would have been just as okay. freaked out because <laughs> you can tell, like, as soon as it, it, okay, like you start out in this like outside area, outside of an asylum, mm-hmm. and that's not scary, right? And and the thing about like games like Amnesia and stuff where you you know can't fight and run away, like Amnesia has like I've watched gameplay footage and stuff. It it has like all this open space. So you feel like you can run away and you can get away. But in Outlast, it's like you have these little tiny narrow corridors and like it's really claustrophobic and it's really just eerie. Like you just feel like you can't get away because there's no space for you to get away. Like if something comes after you, you like you have to like crawl through air vents and crawl like around broken furniture and stuff like you, you have all these obstacles in your way. It's like, like my house. Yeah. Just gonna crawl <laughs> around my house. Yeah. Have you played any more of that, Steve? I know last no. week you said you kind of yeah, I, I played about as much as she it. did. It sounds like you played more than me, but I did encounter things. Yeah, so. I didn't encounter anything. Yeah, maybe I played more. I was super careful. It, it doesn't help that like you have the option to open a door slowly or just, kick or it just, open. Or just open it. Later, like, you have to open it slowly. Oh, That's, and then close them. If you don't close them, oh, I closed a every problem. single door. <laughs> I was like, mm-mm. Just Half the get time, my, I would just I would get into a room and then close the door, like, and just stay there and like open it again and keep walking. Like, oh. so you didn't have to mess with the camera much. Not not that much. No. That's when it really starts. I to crawled get through unnerving. an air vent. Yeah, I did that. And then once I got out of the <laughs> air vent. And, like, I saw things moving around the corner. I was like, mm-mm, I'm done. Turning this off. <laughs> this is a great in-depth discussion, guys. PS4 yes, turn PS4. off. <laughs> it's a very scary game. It's, yeah. It's pretty scary. Sounds like it just makes you feel uncomfortable. It does. Like, yeah, it, it, pretty much. You have this constant feeling of, like, something is going to come and get you. But nothing nothing came and got me. But, like, it was just, I felt like that the whole time. And I was like, eventually I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, no, I'm done. 
<laughs> okay. So, yeah. I feel like that one to play Madden. <laughs> Something's gonna so, get me. Someone's around every corner. Yeah. Can't take it anymore. <laughs> Can't take Tired it anymore. of people running after me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Renee, you've been on your handheld a little bit this week. Right? I have. I've actually been playing games. Okay. Well, so, what you got? What you so got? So exciting! I actually have things to talk about, but it's like, what do I? Start not puzzles with? and dragons. Yeah, not puzzles what? and dragons. I feel really bad because actually I haven't played in a week. It's crazy. I don't, I don't even know who you I are anymore. I playing Animal Crossing. I was like, oh, I feel so bad. I haven't played Animal Crossing in a whole week. Yeah, I still think back to Animal Crossing. I'm just like, uh, I'm not even going to go near that anymore. Because I'm going to feel so bad if I turn it back on. Yep. But hopefully I'll go back to Puzzles and Dragons because that's just easy. I mean, I subbed a lot this week. I was with third graders. So um, before I went to hey bed Hey, kids, night, thanks for listening. <laughs> Go to bed. Um, <laughs> anyway, before I went to sleep every night, uh, I started playing Minish Cap again on okay. my DS. Nice. So because Steven That's was That's a Legend so of Zelda game, right? Oh, yeah. Legend <laughs> of Zelda, the Minish Cap. <laughs> so you never had that on your 3DS, and you were an ambassador, which yeah. meant we paid way too much for our 3DS. And to not get the 10 GBA game. So she, I was you got just your certificate, so bitter. Right? Right. About it, <laughs> and I felt like that wasn't as enough of an apology. So I, like, out of spite, didn't download them because I was still so angry. And I guess it's been how long has it been? Still? Two years, two and a half years. I'm still pretty angry. That's right. But he went ahead and put it on my DS, and I was like, <laughs> man, I don't know what to do right now. So I turned on my 3DS, and I was going to play Harvest Moon, uh, Super Nintendo version. And I know that would put me right to sleep. Or no, that's Game Boy. Game yeah, let's say so you yeah, can't right. play Super Nintendo games on. Yeah, that'd be the Wii. Anyway. Why would you? Why would Nintendo let us play Super Nintendo games on our 3DS? That's, oh, that's, mm, I don't know. Crazy. Anyway, so uh, I was going to play Horizon, but then I saw Minish Cap, and I was like, oh, wait, I could start playing this again. <laughs> so I started up Minish Cap, and I'd forgotten how cute it was, especially in the beginning, mm-hmm. how Princess Zelda you know, kind of breaks out of the, cla- the castle just to come get you. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, let's go to this, this uh, what was it, like a little carnival like in the town, and she like drags you around. It's adorable, and then, you know, she gets turned to stone, and you got to find right. a way to, you know, turn her back. <laughs> it's really cute. And What I'd does like the to, Minish Cap do? The Minish Cap, well... It's like a mushroom? What is it? Um, well, I don't know, are... Why is it like, why is Minish and Cap together? Honestly, I don't know because I guess the first time I played, I didn't get too far into it, but, uh, Minish are like these tiny little, um, what should you call them? Pikmin. Yeah, like they kind of look like mushroom, Pikmin, kind of. Like, yeah, like, little, I don't know. Yeah, little like plant people. Mushroom little plant things. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's like these little people and I don't know, I guess I should have paid more attention during like, you know, the lore Jeez. stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I confused. haven't talked to all the little, Guys, but I don't know. They're like these little guys that are going to help you put the sword back together after um, Bati broke it. So you have to go collect blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah dungeons <laughs> and yada, 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 and the sword will get put back together. Anyway. I think you just subscribed like every Zelda game, right? I think so. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ones on CDI. Those have different stories. So the... That's the Minish part are those little people that are like little characters that you interact with. But um, the cap, I guess, is as Ezla? As? 
Al, 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 Is that the, like a flamingo Al's, bird looking yeah, hat Al's, thing Al's, he wears? Aslo, Aslo. Okay. Aslo. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. You find him um, being attacked by little monsters, and it just looks like this, it's like this cone-shaped little bird-like guy. And you, you know, fight the monsters off of him. And he's like, hey, hang out with me because I'm looking for the Minish too. And like, he's trying to hop behind you. He's like, wait, you go too fast. You have legs. So he finally just like pops up and hops on Link's head and it's really cute. And he's like, I'll just stay here. He's kind of <laughs> So rude, Link wasn't wearing a hat. He wasn't before, wearing a hat. That's and now right. he's got this thing that looks like a hat. And that's why I think a lot of people thought that Minish Cap was the first in mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the series of oh, Legend you. of Zelda games because before that, Link didn't have a hat, but in that game know he did. So, so where um, does this fall on the official Minish timeline? Cap is second or third. It's, it's Skyward Sword is first. Right. But before that, Minish Cap was first. Okay. And then they made Skyward Sword, and that one doesn't even take place in... This takes place, like, before Hyrule. Talking about their made-up timeline. Yeah. Right, right. It's not really... Where all the really lore <laughs> comes from. Yeah, so. the, the master plan that Nintendo actually had written on a bathroom wall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's actually real. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, it's it's cute. He just yeah, hops up and it's like that. It is so stimulating being your hit. <laughs> he talks like that. It's all voice acted. It's, oh, the, only, right? it's the only Zelda <laughs> game that has voice acting. <laughs> Does it play? Is it like a 2D Zelda game, I guess, since it's a GBA game? Yeah, basically. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, man, the sprites are beautiful, too. Yeah, they're really cute. I mean, I've done perler beads of, like, of Link and Zelda from that, but, and Vati, too, but just like, the detail that they put into the sprites themselves is really interesting. Like even just the villagers, like the townspeople, like in their movement, it's really cool to see that. I guess I'd never paid attention to that before because, you know, it was just whatever. I was just playing a Game Boy Advance game and I wasn't really into doing Perler Bead stuff then, but mm-hmm. it's really cool to see just how much detail they put into it. And The game's like really 11 cool. years old, right? Yeah. It's pretty cool. And Funny, I mean, not really a funny story about that game, but I didn't even know that it was coming out, whatever it did, but um, this was back in the day whenever I wasn't working at Gameware. It was before I worked at Gameware. My friend Liz and I used to hang out there all the time, so we came in one Saturday night, and Stephen was working, and we were like, hey, what you up to? And Stephen's like, oh, nothing much. Really excited because this new Zelda game comes out tomorrow. And I was like, whoa, a Zelda game that... That's, it's coming out tomorrow, but here it is. Here it is in my hands right now. And she was like, "Yeah, you can buy it if you want, but you got it. You can't oh, tell great. anybody." Now they know I we booked Street Date. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this was many years ago, so we won't get in trouble, will we? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We're done. <laughs> really? No, we're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> oh my gosh! So anyway, I bought it, and I felt so special. And Stephen wrote on the shrink wrap, like. He signed his name on it and stuff. <laughs> and I kept the shrink wrap. Oh, I kept the shrink wrap. I like taped it to the front of the box. Yeah. So yeah, that's I still cute. Have my little box. <laughs> it says like Stephen was here, and then you drew like a little mustache on Link. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so I still have that. So anyway, this game's pretty special to me. I, I would really, I would really like to beat it, but I mean, well, I'm probably I not going to do that. Yeah. So I've got a problem. We don't have time to finish games on this show we just start them exactly (laughs) (laughs) but i guess i I started playing one other game okay uh today i guess a few hours ago 
Um, it was a game that Stephen gave me for Valentine's Day slash anniversary. Yay. Um, it's called Trigger Happy Havoc Danganronpa. And I've been really looking forward to this game coming out for so long. So I'm really excited. It's finally here. What is it for? It's for the Vita. Okay. And basically, it is a visual novel. Uh, but, Phoenix Wright? Uh, yes. Okay. It's actually, I would say... A combination of Battle Royale meets Phoenix Wright. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so I guess everyone in this game, uh, you're all students at this high school, but ev- all of the students, there's, ooh, how many are there, 20? 20 characters? Well, anyway, there, there are these students in a high school that, you know, you've been invited to, and everyone is, like, the ultimate of what they do. So there's one girl that is, like, I think they call it like in the Japanese version, super or ultra high school level blank. So there's this girl who's like legendary gambler. So she's she's <laughs> that was me in high school. <laughs> always the best gambler out so of everyone. The old gamblers ultra, that they called me. Super ultra something high school level gambler. And there's another one that is like a uh, like just um. Uh, let's see, there's, oh, there's a novelist, so she's like a super ultra high school level novelist, she's <laughs> ultimate novelist, apparently, just whenever she was 10, she wrote like this best-selling novel, so anyway, it's like all these students that are like, oh, there's like a baseball player, that's like the best baseball player, you know, there's uh, just a really smart, like, you know, prodigy, like, who, who's already running like his father's company or something mm-hmm. like that. There's a fanfic writer. (laughs) There's a programmer. So it's, and it's all these like students or all of these characters. All the cool kids club. Yeah. They're all like, sorry. (laughs) They're all basically the best at what they do, their hobbies. And you are a character that is very ordinary. Aww. And how did you get invited to come to this academy? Well, you are known as ultra, super high school level lucky because. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, he was chosen from a lottery and he's. So he's basically there. a loser, but he just won. It's yeah. like the Lego movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really cute. It starts off really cute at least, but then it takes a turn for the worst and they introduce this character called Monokuma, who is this teddy bear that gets off from despair uh, that's what he likes he really likes for people to kill each other mm. so yeah <laughs> he he basically put this school together so that he and he bars all the doors shut and seals everything off you can't get out it's like a saw movie was it, yeah, it says he wants to play a game said. like yeah he uh he basically wants you the only way to get out of the school because you're stuck in there forever and there's food provided for you and everything, but you have no contact to the outside world. And what he wants you to do in order to get out, the only way to get out is to kill one of your classmates. So you can see how this kind of sets up the game where one classmate, certain thing. Yeah, one class, one classmate might kill another, and then you know you need to find out who did it. And oh. there's actually courtroom sequences. I haven't gotten that far. I'm only about. I don't know, I'd say like 30 minutes into it. Okay. Sounds pretty interesting, though. So, oh, it's really cool. And all the characters are like all wacky and art styles all silly. But there is one thing I've already gotten really sick of, and I'm not that far into it. And I've I played every visual novel that has come to the stateside, but 
This one, the music is horrible. It's so bad I can't listen to it while I'm playing. And it's sad because the Japanese voices are really good, but the music is god awful. It, mm-hmm. It's distracting from whenever you're trying to read, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you're having to try and pay attention to things. Oh, is that what you were playing before we started recording? Yeah, I was like jamming music. Yeah, that doesn't sound very. That not was something to read. My phone to. actually. Oh, that was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Creed. Yes, yeah, was like- I, I don't want to <laughs> listen to Creed while. <laughs> While I'm reading and having to pay attention. So this is is what I'll be playing uh, at least for the next week. So I'll definitely have a lot more to talk about for it. Um, I would would actually really like to play this. I know. And Um, I really want you to because I think you'd enjoy it. And they did announce that they are local. This isn't news. I mean, this isn't the news segment. But it (laughs) relates to this. They're localizing the second game in America. Okay, cool. And this just came out, uh, you know, this past week. So. On the Vita. Yeah, it's, they didn't announce the localization based on the success of the game because it just came out. But it is cool that they are releasing it over here. So, so the are there just two out in Japan, and we're finally getting know. the first one? Or yes, there's, okay. there are two out in Japan, and I think that they've like re-released them on different formats. Okay. So there's just two storylines so far. That's cool. I believe. Uh, but yeah, this nice. is pretty good so far. This is what I'm gonna play. Maybe you will be. I would like to, yeah, and I would like will. for you to play it. What is it? I mean, I don't. I guess I never played a lot of Japanese games. Why are they always high school kids trapped in a school with a teddy that's bear? That's just what's popular. <laughs> yeah, that's just what's popular. Well, back in the eighties, it was uh, you know going on a quest with right. my sword. You're right, and maybe it's like just a kid. Okay, so that was popular then. Speaking of quests, yeah, you've been going on a quest this I past have. week, right? That's right. Um, changed I, light bulbs in the store. That's right. I did. I was I was at Game Boy today changing light bulbs. <laughs> that was uh, so. that was the quest. <laughs> Half the light bulbs that I had pulled from the back room were broken to begin with. So. Don't tell them that. Wasn't <laughs> y'all's fault. No, I started playing Bravely Default. Okay. Flying Fairy. Right. As it's known in Japan. Mm-hmm. Got F- the F- F- FF in F- there. F- yeah. So this is a spiritual successor to uh, Four Heroes of Light, which right. is a spiritual successor to the original Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, and I love it. It's great. If you like JRPGs, you should play this game. If you do not like JRPGs, you should not play this game. I was hoping John Michael would be here so we, we could discuss more. I still haven't started playing the main game yet. Yeah. I was going to do that, but I just got And I never finished the demo. I really? just kind of... Uh, but I got all my stuff transferred. So the items you did yeah. get still went forward. Yeah, and all my villagers. If we, we've talked about it before, but there's a little side game in Bravely Default where you are rebuilding your village that was destroyed. And um, when you street pass someone, you get someone to put to work in your mm-hmm. town. So all of my folks from the demo transferred over, and then we were at New Orleans Comic Con right, last, last weekend. weekend. So I've got about 20 people in my village right now. Oh, it's like no time at all, right? Yeah, well, something that takes 90 hours only takes two. God, it's 90 hours in the main game? And that's not even the final form. That's not even my oh, final form. Oh, God. Not the final form of that building. Because so. I thought in the, the biggest one in the demo, I believe, was 10 hours. I think you're right. Yeah. And that was like nothing. You know, close it, go to sleep. 90 hours? So what I've already done in my village is I've already uh, opened all the paths and started building at least one of everything that's available. That's so good. I don't know if I'll continue to just do one at a time or hammer through and go to mm-hmm. higher levels. But uh, I'm not that far in the game. I finished the first dungeon and got my full party. Okay. So in this game, you pretty much have four party members that don't change. So okay. you'll, you'll have them for the entire game. And um, the story, you know, 
pretty much standard RPG fare. Someone's got amnesia, I, I think. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, I, I guess I don't play games like this for story. I play them. Especially for this the grindathon. Well, not just that, but I really enjoyed this type of JRPG for the job system. Yes. So the last game that I played like this was uh, Dragon Quest Eight, Nine, 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 Nine was on yeah. the DS, yeah. And I put over 150 hours in that game just because I, I really like that game. I just yeah. stopped playing it for some reason. One thing that does bug me about Bravely Default is that when I change out my equipment, it does not change the visualization of my character, which yeah. that's a bummer. But depending on your job, well, that yeah. It was, that's so the, depending on job, your job, yeah. every character has a different look, which is really cool because if you have a party full of black mages, they actually all look different, right? Uh, which that's that's pretty neat. But I do miss the um, visual flair of changing out my armor or weapon and having the it reflect. weapons in the demo at least the weapons kind of change. Yeah, the weapons do change. But, if bit, I, but yeah, you're right. If you put up. You know, pointy hat on if you're yeah, a mage, your hat doesn't, doesn't change. Or, and I understand that takes a, that's a lot of work. Yeah. But one thing I also appreciate in this game are the uh, hand-drawn backgrounds. Yes. I love a cool pre-rendered hand-drawn background as opposed to 3D environments because I guess over time, 3D environments just don't hold up as well. So this is just something to me that will probably always look good. You know? that, that's just my always argument, like the... Super Nintendo versus the N64. Today, oh, yeah. the Super Nintendo looks way better than mm-hmm. what was. I'm, I'm sure back when it came out, what '96, like 3D graphics. Look how cool this is now. Some people would argue that N64 didn't even look good then. Oh, really? But I, I, I liked right. it. But you had people that were playing yeah. PC games. Well, yeah, those people. Can. Those people are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm early in the game. It's really fun, and I've only gotten three jobs available because you don't get a job, and it may change later. But you don't have access to a job until you've beaten like a boss character that oh. has that job. Well, there's from the demo. It like is half of them. Are yeah, that's right. For you. And there must be twenty, more than twenty different yeah. jobs available. So hopefully, I'll. Yeah, some, we're, I'm, we're traveling for work again, so hopefully, yeah, I'll be able oh, to play some more of that. Might have to bring my PS3 on the road this week. Play what? some more Devil May Cry. That's right. Uh, one thing I do oh. love that I just okay, maybe I won't do that because I think what? Renee, I, wouldn't you? You probably would like me to play. Devil May Cry, like watch me play it. Yeah, I had so. fun watching it. So that, that game's crazy too. I told you. But uh, you know, Metal Gear is still begging to. Be oh, played. I know, Rising, <laughs> and I think I'm the only one that's actually playing their game. That it we, was a yearly we, challenge. We it wasn't like a monthly game. challenge. I know, I know. <laughs> no, you're right though. I think you are. One of, you started playing. Yeah, and then I was like, did. this is a terrible, terrible mistake. <laughs> oh, I should play that with you somehow. Yeah, like we'll sit on the couch and play some Demon Souls. Okay, because I, I, I at least need some guidance at the beginning, like what the hell. Just keep going, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one last thing with Bravely Default, I just found out or just got the ability to kind of create a special move, hmm. which is not a, so much of a summon, but it is kind of a charged up move over time. If you accomplish certain tasks in the game, like with my main uh, monk character, if I brave 10 times i'm able to do a special attack mm. that once i do that special attack for the rest of that round of combat the other characters in my party get like a benefit from it okay cool but you can totally customize how your special attack works so you select what the attack is to begin with and then four attributes that go along with it so if so i've everyone's got everyone's could be different yeah and you can send this out on the i guess internet sort of so 
people can use your character, and everyone's going to be a little different. That's pretty cool, actually. So my special attack is this barrage of fisticuff punches that has like lightning attribute to it. Yeah. And then um, it's ten percent stronger because of something that I've unlocked. And then there's one other thing. But yeah, you can customize all your moves with uh, different attributes. With it sharing online, is that is it leveled at all? Can I like if you? That's a good question. I is it gated somehow where I can't get like super awesome Ultima at the beginning you, of the game? Well, no, you can't do that right away. But uh, I don't know if a friend of yours has already gotten that. That's if what you I'm could saying. bring them into your game, yeah. you probably can. Um, maybe not. I don't know yet. I haven't tried it. Yeah, that just seems like it'll break the game. But I guess if you're into doing that, then it wouldn't matter. Yeah, it's your fault if you ruin your own game. That's right. So, and I've been really enjoying the Xbox One uh, Connect voice function. <laughs> so I don't own an Xbox One, but Adam does, and we were just turning it on. And I figured that, or I thought at least, when you got an Xbox One, it would be like. Tell me what your voice sounds like, so I don't think yeah. anyone is you. But I'm pretty sure I thought I did that on the 360. Yeah, I think it did. It did not do that on the. the so Xbox I was one. just telling Xbox to bang mustaches and I don't know anything yep. that would listen to <laughs> whatever it was deciphering you saying, which is the biggest mumbo jumbo. Because it, 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 <laughs> it says funny. what it, it tries yeah, to pick up what you're saying in the top right it, corner. It like types it out. So yeah, I love naughty mustache. Uh, naughty mustache. Some for somehow I thought I said naughty mustache. So. I just kept saying that over and over. And I love uh, voice recognition software when you say Pokemon names. I think with, uh, <laughs> a, w- a while ago when I had an Android phone and we had the Google, I don't know what it was, you would call my phone and and it would transcribe my voicemails and email them to me. So oh, Ren- I love uh, <laughs> Renee so would, she would call me and just say names of Pokemon. <laughs> and then I'd get an email that was just... <laughs> Not even English. It was just a bunch of the words were all wrong. That's funny. So that's one thing I miss about not having an Android phone. It's my Google voicemail. <laughs> that's about all I miss from it. You can't set up Google Voice on. I don't think Windows Phone no, does that. They want true. me to Bing everyone or uh, Skype <laughs> everyone. I guess. So I might have to get an Xbox One just so I can talk to it. That's it. Talk to somebody. Right? Talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we'll take our break. Um, of course, we have news, emails, special stages, everything coming on the other side. So stick around. GameWare Express will be right back. back did you know there's a twitch channel going on right now where someone hacked a pokemon red rom and people input like inputs in the chat like up down left right a b and they're playing the game it's twitch.tv slash twitch plays pokemon it's the biggest clusterfuck of a thing there are twenty two thousand people in the chat all typing random up down left right a b start and it's the, the guy, he's just going all around. <laughs> they somehow, last time I checked, this was earlier Saturday, they had three badges. What? <laughs> yeah. And they're stuck. I don't, I don't remember Pokemon Red that I much. Thought they, but I thought they were only by Mount Moon. No, they, they have three badges now. They beat Surge. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I watched it for like, I watched it in like 15 minute spurts, but then like the music became so repetitive and they're just going around in circles. And then like the, 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 the stream would hang up because it, it would lag. So we just stopped moving for a little bit. 
and then oh, all the inputs of flood. They're oh, right man. past Vermilion City. Right. Yeah. And then Jeff Gersman of uh, Giant Bomb tweeted out, someone hacked Tetris to take the inputs from the Twitch Plays Pokemon stream to play Tetris. Wow. Yeah. They should really do the same thing with Shinmu. I, I, I thought had, Catherine like, would have been good, too. Oh Catherine God. would have been a Well, cluster. it'd be over quick. Yeah, yeah, it'd be over very quickly. Anyway. Steven, what's going on in news? Hey, Nintendo's back. Yeah. Did you hear? <laughs> More of this? What do you need to make a Nintendo Nintendo's cast? Back. But That's the year of Luigi's over now, right? Well, no, because the fiscal year of Luigi ends in March. So. Okay, I thought that it ended... When no. their Nintendo Direct came out. Okay. No, they they said know. last year that it was going until March. I don't know what they're okay. doing. Keep it going. Um, Keep it going. But yeah, their, their Nintendo Direct Nintendo was Direct. Uh, Thursday. Would you call that the spring 2014 or is it just the February? They said it was for their spring 3DS and Wii U games. And you know, Japan got a different Direct and then America got a different Direct, but they all went at the same time. Because so. mm. um, it was in the afternoon for us. That's Usually right. it's in the morning. Yep. Usually it's around 8 a.m. This time it was 3 o'clock. Yeah. Our time. So they announced a release date for Mario Kart, which mm-hmm. we posited would be May. And of course it's May. And it's um, the almost very last day of May, May 30th. Yeah, so close to E3 yeah. as well. So. At least it's before? I mean, right. E3 is a week later than it usually is, too. E- releasing a game the week of E3 is um, not something I'm ever a fan of. Last happening. of Us did it, though. Was that the week of? That was the oh, Friday. Was the yeah, you're right. The okay, then, well then forget what I said because that game's <laughs> incredible. So other games that have been released during E3, uh, Enter the Matrix was one that yep. sold a million copies. And it's not bad. That game was terrible. And <laughs> so that's, that's not bad. <laughs> right. But, you know, I think Infamous 2 came out E3 week. And that's it did. A, that's a good game. So. And it didn't do very well. It did not. It sold poorly. And I, I didn't buy a copy because I got it for free. So, right. And I loved it. They also gave a couple more dates um, for Mario Golf subtitle and here for 3DS and was Kirby, it Kirby Triple, Triple Deluxe? Deluxe. Both coming out the same day. Yeah, uh, Is that April? Um, Doesn't matter. They're both coming out the same day, which is crazy. And instead of those being $40 games on 3DS, they're going to be $30, which I thought was interesting. So well, That's good. That helps people who want to buy both of them. Yeah, maybe that's their strategy with uh, launching those simultaneously. So. I thought I wrote down when those came out, and I did not. I'm failing. You know, uh, they also announced a sequel to NES Remix, which is crazy because that yeah. game just came out. With more, I'd say better games. Yeah, yeah. the list looks yeah, better, too. It, it's, it looks more impressive. It had Kirby's Adventure on there, I think. and uh, I think Luigi got his own game, too. Yeah, there. Super Luigi Brothers. That's right. See, he runs right to left because he's backwards. Exactly. He's Luigi. And in Japan, those lucky dogs are getting a physical copy of NES Remix 2, which comes with the original game already on there. Oh, so it's like both of them? Yeah. And we don't know if that's coming out here yet. Okay. Uh, hopefully it will. Well, that's is the no Wii region fun. locked? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so is the 3DS. Yeah. May 2nd for Kirby yeah, and May Mario is Golf. a busy month for Nintendo. I you am... may think about buying a Wii U. Oh. Or 3DS. Super excited for Kirby Triple Deluxe. Yeah. So what is that? It's is it a platformer? Like it's, a, it's another yeah. side-scrolling 2D it's not like a Kirby collection game. of games. No, it's like a like Kirby's Return to Dreamland game, and you get different powers. But it also has two other game modes. Oh, that's right. It's got the Smash mm-hmm. Brothers. One, it's like yeah. Smash Brothers, like where Smash it's four Brothers. Kirby's, and everybody has a different power they use. And then it's like a rhythm. Game. Yeah, one's like a rhythm game with King DDD. Sounds yeah. awesome. It's yeah. like it's like Kirby Superstar, but 
That's what like, I was trying to get but at. But like okay. three. But the main yeah. game is like a Kirby game, right? Yeah. And then uh, oh, the I guess they they opened with the uh, announcement that Little Mac is coming yeah, to that. Little Mac's coming to Smash Brothers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Little Mac, of course, from the Punch Out series, which started in the eighties. He has a weird. I guess it's kind of like the home run bat, where if you build up his meter, it's like a one-hit KO. Right. You sit him go- like flying off the screen. And I love the graphical style that they were using before they showed the in-game, mm-hmm. actual in-game footage. But then when they got to the in-game, it didn't look anything like that. So that's kind of a bummer. That game. I don't know. Is that game going to save Nintendo? We talk about that every week. Sure, we talk about it every <laughs> week. No, it won't save Nintendo. And you know, one thing that I think it will be an issue. For them is that a your Smash fan base plays a game from 12 years ago. Yep. They don't play the Smash game from six years ago. And b you're releasing this on a 3DS and you're releasing it on the Wii U. Now most people or more people probably own a, a 3DS than a Wii U. So your Smash fanatic who just plays competitive Melee from 2001 is probably going to say, well, I've got a 3DS, so I'm just going to buy this game on the 3DS, and I'm not going to bother with the Wii U version, because it's not even going to be a game that I'm going to want to play competitively to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then you got people like us that do have Wii U's, and we'll honestly probably end up buying both versions. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I, unless they make this a competitive Smash fan's dream version of Smash, I just don't see it changing much right Isn't, now. Isn't it Sakurai, Sakurai, right? Yeah. yeah. Is, doesn't he... Not like it, right? To be yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like. He the, says that it's like that's not the way that he intended the game to be. But but the thing is, is that with Smash Brothers, is that that he made it so like open to any playstyle. Yeah. So if if you didn't want the game to be, intended, yeah, turn off the items. Yeah, then just don't do know. that. Then you know. But Brawl had so many things that fundamentally prevented it from being. Like, even if you turned off the items, you couldn't turn the tripping off. Right? I mean, I see a lot of people play Brawl competitively. Like, I mean, well, down here there is no brawl yeah. competitive yeah. scene now, and they're modding brawl. No, they with Project M. Yeah. Right, so you and can that's... put this SD card in your Wii or your Wii U and t- and turn off those elements. Interesting. That, uh, yeah, it, it makes them more like melee, which is, I I think it's ridiculous, but I mean, if that's what they want to play. That's why yeah. people you know still play Third Strike or they still play Marvel because of the mechanics. Yes. Yeah. Um, if a new Street Fighter came out and the mechanics were botched. It wouldn't be at Evo. Exactly. There'd be no support for it, and Capcom would have to change it. So they announced the Evo lineup. They did, and, and it doesn't have Smash Brothers. Right. I, they said they're still talking, talking with, with Nintendo, Nintendo about that because you know last year Nintendo raised a stink about streaming it, and at last minute too, last the day minute. before the tournament was supposed to start. And then the, even laster minute, they went back on that and let them stream it. It was one of the big highest, most watched finals, I believe. Yeah, right. It, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. When we watched it, that was like the thing I was most excited for was yeah. Smash. And then uh, I have them down for new releases, but it doesn't really matter. The, they announced two new 3DS download games. Uh, the that soccer game, oh, Inazuma yeah. Eleven. Inazuma Eleven. I was talking about that recently, actually, mm-hmm. saying I was excited that that was coming out. So that finally came out. It's like, and I think some of the anime you can watch on your 3DS too. Oh with yeah. the game. And then uh, <laughs> Steel Diver Subhorse. Sure, free to play, right? Free to play first person shooter submarine game. We all want to play. Sequel to the stinker of Steel Diver that came out right. on at the release of the 3DS three years ago. 
And you know, I played that that Steel Diver demo on the original DS uh, at E3 in 2004, mm-hmm. and then of course that wasn't a game; it never came out. And then right. Steel Diver came out on 3DS. I don't know what Nintendo's obsession with submarine games <laughs> seems to be lately. It's, it's free, so well, there's two versions. Right, there's the free-to-play version, which, which has is... three missions, mm-hmm. and then there's the pay version that has more, I guess. So, needless to say, I didn't even download the free version. And then they announced. Oh, what was it called? Like Bucky's baseball or whatever. That, that was oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Bucky. What was it called? No, not the gas station. Not the gas station. Bucky's. <laughs> we oh, love that gas station. Bucky. Rusty. No, it was like Rusty. Rusty Shackelford's baseball adventure. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was something like Rusty's real deal baseball. Real deal baseball. Like a like Evander Holyfield. Like right. is he playing baseball now? I have that game on my Genesis. That's, that game's great. Yeah. No, it. Got a lot of baseball mini games kind of going on, but the interesting part is, was the game free to play? Um, I think it's free to play, and then you pay for the you pay for like the different mini games. However, but Rusty, who's the shop owner, Rusty Show, you can haggle with him okay. and decrease the price of the mini games with great. like in real dollars. So I just keep saying, hey man, this really shouldn't be five dollars. <laughs> so like, if you bring him an a item donut. that he likes yeah. or a donut, he will reduce the price of the game. Like in real life, yeah, that's so funny. weird. Yeah, it's super weird. It's like it's like the bunny when the bunny that oh, it's like street so house games. Funny, He's like, well, rabbit. if you buy all best of the value. games, it's the best value. Of course, value. I bought all of them, and I what do I play? None of them. They <laughs> well, take too long. Damn rabbit! I, yeah. I decided that I did want all of them except Flower Town. And but if like, you're gonna buy three yeah, of them, you might as well might as well, might get as well them just all. do that. And you know, I do play Flower Town every now and again, and every time. I start playing Flower Town. I go, why am I playing this fucking game? Yeah. So, and there we go. This is a mature rated podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Adam's mom. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just bleep that out. You're right. That flower game, though, it's like, why am I doing What am I doing? What am I doing? And why am I doing this? Yeah, doing? These people come and they bring me seeds. And uh, what am I supposed to do with them? I've never played flowers. And they turn into flowers. Well, that's great. Now what? He wants you to like, okay, it's not even just that. It's like so much. It's like an RPG. It takes forever it takes to do forever. nothing. To do you don't even you don't even nothing. get plaza tickets from playing it. Like then like, why are you playing? That's because occasionally question. I get plaza tickets and I need those hats. They they need to delete that game and they put something in its place because it. it is it's terrible. So many good opportunities because you know the Nintendo does have a pretty good franchise that already has plants. It's called Pikmin. They could have yep. yeah, done something done interesting something with that, that but. But yeah, like in in Flower Town, right? You know, you you have a seed. You straight past people come and water your seed. So oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. Now come on the- down to Flower Town. <laughs> now I'm so in the podcast. Um, so so tell me more about friends watering my seed. <laughs> so what happens next? So they come by into my shack one at a time to flower my seed, and then they leave. <laughs> And it, it is a shack. After your plant fully grows. That's right. Oh, it's it, fully it gets, grown. It gets like pollinated. <laughs> Springtime. And, uh, and that uh, that gets you more seeds. Right. Whenever, you know, That's the idea to get more seeds. <laughs> the more people you meet, the more seeds you have. But in all seriousness, the boring part is like I can make it through that part just fine. But then he wants you to like log it in your journal and put oh, the plant yeah. in your garden, and then go to the mall, and then Wait, go well, work. Why am I going to the mall? And then go work part time, 
for this other store so you can buy pops. How many social links are you building? Five dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, my goodness. It was and it takes like an hour to do this, right? Yeah, it takes forever. So if you're at a convention, oh. which is where we go to collect street passes. Right. You're Don't not gonna play. play you're, well, you're not gonna do it. You're just gonna get your puzzle pieces and move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so. all I did at E3. Yeah, I, I didn't even have time. To, and at the time, um, the Street Pass games weren't out, so uh, I, I didn't even play Find Me at E3. I was just like, I'm just gonna get my puzzle pieces and go. That's when I gave up on Find Me. Was when I first went to E3, and Neil Bonham, who I went with, old gamer, gamer employee, yeah, employee. he would sit there with his level one Street Passes and. Grind through find me. I'm like, you're crazy, dude. You know, one year at E3, all I did was uh, get puzzle pieces. I actually forgot to check out any of the games at E3. But uh, <laughs> when I'd left, I'd collected all the puzzle pieces, so I Let's felt see. accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, back to Mario Kart. They announced that all the Koopa Kids yeah. would be playable characters. I that love was the a little Koopa unexpected, kids. yeah. It, you know, anything other than uh, Bowser Jr., which is the worst Nintendo character yeah. ever created. <laughs> so, um, who is. Like. How did Bowser have a child? With whom? Uh, well, Princess Peach. Oh, okay. And you'll learn more about it if you visit Flower Town, <laughs> where you can uh, <laughs> pollinate everyone's seeds. Uh, and, of course, Bowser Jr. first introduced in uh, Mario Sunshine. Um, oh, so that's where he's from. That's where, so yeah. That and that's yet. why that game's, like, really just, yeah. Okay. So much wrong. Wait, not in Yoshi's Story? Was you? I don't. Was oh, was I Bowser Jr. in that? I don't know. Yeah, well, baby Bowser was his. Yeah, name. but yeah, baby Bowser, Bowser. That's different from Bowser Jr. It's the same character. I'm gonna have to check this out. <laughs> so I believe you, but I'll, I'll just without the bib. The bib is what ruins that character. That's stupid. <laughs> so. But it was baby Bowser. That's who you were calling. But but story. now he's Bowser Jr. Okay. And there's one game that has Bowser Jr. and the Koopa Kid. So what's going on there? Yeah, I, I don't. don't the Koopa Kids are great. <laughs> and um, I'm glad that they're going to be in Mario Kart. So, uh, will they be playable, or will yeah. they just be bosses? No, they're going to be playable characters. Be like thirty King playable Koopa. characters. Yes, that's seven of them, right? Now, yeah. why don't they just bring all the Nintendo characters yeah. into this? Why can't well, see, I? That's what I was. I was just about to. Say. I had. Yeah. This, I was talking about this at the store earlier, right? So I was like, "Why don't real we, talk? Real talk. Why don't they make a Nintendo All Stars racing like?" Why not just have like yeah. Kirby riding on a star? Well, that's Link what looks so cool Pona. in that Smash trailer with the Mario Kart level yeah. was. I thought it was Kirby Air Ride, like Kirby yeah. in Mario Kart, and then it was a Smash Brothers trailer. Yeah, like that. That'd, so that'd be like the coolest thing ever. Link could ride a little train or no, like his, a wooden, a Pona. Or, or a wooden cart, you know, or a Pona. It'd be <laughs> or, fine. Or, a Pona. or an a Pona wooden cart yeah. that's shaped like a horse. So. And then uh, Captain Falcon. Captain can Falcon. Be in Blue He's Falcon. got a car already. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. I don't see. You know, Samus and Star Fox. Samus could just roll around. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Samus could just yeah. roll. And Fox has a spaceship. And <sighs> See, Sega did it right. Yeah. Because Sonic and All-Star, whatever. So which popular online hosting celebrity spokesmodel will be in Hey, okay, Mario you say Kart, this now. Nintendo. Peyton Manning. <laughs> but you know that even, even Atari... Had a racing game. An it was Atari- called racing. It was it was called Atari Karts with a K, and it had like Mario Kart with the a bear. Well, Go Karts is always yeah. with a K. It had That's a true. bear, the bear from Crystal Castles. It had like I think it had Rayman in it. Like it had all Wait, these Rain Man or Rayman. Rayman. <laughs> what, what? What? When did this come out? Because Rayman was ninety six. Yeah, right? I know. It was for the Atari Jaguar, and Rayman oh, wow. came out on the Atari Jaguar. Yeah, right. So that's why it was like. Cross promotion, I think. I didn't even know about this. It's um, crazy. It's really expensive. I looked it up one day. 
check out the ROM, maybe. But yeah. Know. So, so if Atari can do this and Sega can do this, why, why doesn't? And and yeah. uh, did Sony sort of did? No, Sony didn't do it. Sony, just, well, Little Big Planet Racing. Yeah, you can download skins. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, like and well, in Mod Nation Racers, you could download skins. I mean, they had Crash Team Racing. That was Which was Crash awesome. Right. Yes. So like, yes. why, why isn't this? No Microsoft go kart racing game. Master Chief. Master Marcus Phoenix. Ma- like a Master, little bitty. What what is most Mr. Chief drive around his little uh, ATV thing? Like oh, the, the warthog. Yeah, make a little cart war- warthog. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Chief. Mr. Chief driving <laughs> and. Also, like a big chainsaw, like Marcus Phoenix is riding a chainsaw around. <laughs> Spawn. Was Spawn, might as well put him in there. He's green. <laughs> a big bag of Doritos. Yeah. Every, Mount, Mountain, every Duke Mountain Duke, Duke they just come up with, a, with an all-stars racing game. And then, w- once every four years, we get one game that has everyone's go-karts <laughs> in it. And then we decide who the best go-kart racer is. Go-kart Olympics. Yeah, it's, that's what that is. Was there anything else in the Nintendo Direct? You watched it with me, Rachel. Um, they <laughs> they announced that Monster Hunter Four was officially coming out in North America. That's right, in <laughs> early 2015. Yeah, can't wait to buy that and never play it. Let me <laughs> let me tell you a fun story. Oh, uh, what's that, dear? So in 2012, they announced that Fantasy Star Online Two was going to come in early 2013. Can you guess? What never came out in America, and it's 2014. Shinmu 3 never came out. Okay, yeah, that too. <laughs> but yeah, so so I'm just, you know, I think, in, no, I, I don't know, it's not going to come out over here. I'm calling it right now. It's not. Guess we'll revisit this. Uh, Wait, Monster year. Hunter's not going to come out here? They've already no. released six versions of Monster Hunter it's in totally the U.S. Why would they not release that one? I don't know. Now, what we're not going to get is the original version of Monster Hunter 4. Well, yeah. We're going to get the ultimate oh, version. Yeah. So. Which is was just announced for 3DS, not Wii U. But like that's Monster Capcom, not Sega. Yeah, no, Hunter, I know. Yeah. But Three I mean, Ultimate still. was right. That's franchise is popular. Yeah, so. especially in Japan. Capcom doesn't like to. Capcom's mean to us too. So that's true. Uh, Cap- yeah. Capcom. They haven't made a Mega Man game in a while. So. Yep. I don't remember anything else from the direct though. I remember um, Iwato looking dapper and his nice hand present. Well, you can't see us, but we're making. Yeah, we're please making take his, a look. We're making bows, his hand presentations hand right now. So, <laughs> that was video tape fun. the podcast. Yeah, Why no, don't let's not do that. I've had people request this week to video at our I've office. Had, <laughs> at, they, at our office, they wanted to watch it. They didn't want to listen to it. It's so. funny. I've had requests in the past to record it too. Just you know. Right, we're well, not we there should, yet, guys. Should do that. Well, we just got our new connect. Maybe we can yeah. hack into that. And <laughs> we could have done it in the playroom before they shut that down. Oh, PlayStation Four. That's right. Besides Nintendo, what else is going on, Stephen? Not much. Uh, well, there's well, it's rumors, but and it's not news. But there's kind of rumors that Amazon uh, may be looking to get deeply entrenched into the the world of video games since they bought Double Helix uh, a while ago and. People are saying that maybe they're going to buy Xbox <laughs> as a brand, which would be crazy to me. That'd be weird. So were they like confused? They didn't know that when they bought Double Helix that didn't come with Killer Instinct, so <laughs> right, like, they were like, buy the whole damn well, thing now? Remember how uh, there was that story that surfaced that when Microsoft bought Rare, uh, they were walking through Rare's studio, <laughs> and there was a Microsoft executive just going on the studio walk, and there were Donkey Kong. Uh, there was Donkey Kong art kind of all over the place and one of the microsoft executives commented he's like oh we own donkey kong now because he thought Uh that it came carte blanche with uh is that a word carte blanche he thought it came with with the rare package that's funny he was quickly uh corrected that 
Nope, we do not. Sorry. Have <laughs> so yeah, maybe Amazon just thought that um, Microsoft came <laughs> with, with it. came along with it, right? I wonder how much they spent on that acquisition. I don't know. That, that's just a weird, weird story. $30. <laughs> $20. <laughs> yeah. So it is a weird story. And maybe Microsoft um, is interested in selling the Xbox brand. I don't know. Maybe they're not. A lot of their shareholders have been clamoring for it and wanting the new CEO to right. like, break Xbox apart. They want to get rid of Bing and get Surface. rid of Surface. Basically, All things that don't make sense for Microsoft. just going to be an office, Microsoft Office subscription company. So That's the thing that makes them the most money. Right. So we um it's I guess it's a part of new releases, but not really. Uh we just found out you and I found out a few days ago that the Darksiders franchise is getting bundled into uh retail That's right. Yeah, so they're they're gonna re release uh all the Red Faction games and all the Darksiders games into little bundles on everything. So. I guess like uh like two K does where you can buy Skyrim and Bioshock Infinite. Which together, also or? came out this week, right? Uh, this past week, which is a weird bundle. I think it's like thirty bucks and you get Skyrim and best value. Sure, best value. So you're forgetting like the biggest craziest oh, news of the week. The biggest craziest news of the week. Um, well, maybe you can help me out with that because I don't remember. So. It's Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird. That, that whole like oh, you're making Renee's saga making the Flappy motions nonsense with Flappy Bird. And so I'm confused. Was Flappy Bird an older game that just got popular? It came all of out a sudden? like March of 2013, I think. Okay, so it was an older game. Yeah, that just all of a sudden got popular. That was the problem. It blew up the iTunes charts, and a lot of people were crying foul that he like manipulated that. So there were reports that he, yeah, Apple. the developer got in there and somehow shot it up using not so sanctioned right. methods. So last weekend, he finally got. Sick of, I guess, his newfound fame. I mean, you mean fame death threats? Yeah. Anyway. Right. So he says he's going to pull the game down. And then, yeah, people are tweeting at him that he needs to die. <laughs> I don't know if they didn't realize that if they downloaded the game and the 22-hour warning that he gave them, you get to keep it. Like, yeah. Everybody right. has Flappy Bird on their phone at this table. Like Even my Windows phone has Flappy right. Bird. Yeah. It is just a big... A big mess, and the game is not that good. It's well, crashed I'm gonna, on me. It's I'm a really shitty say, game that is frustratingly difficult right. and somewhat addictive. So you uh, want to keep playing it. But that's it's why a I'm really shitty game. It's actually not that bad. It just steals Mario assets. It does. Uh, maybe that's one of the reasons why he was afraid of it becoming so successful. Maybe. I mean, who wants Nintendo's yeah. lawyers? Well, Nintendo said they weren't gonna. Right. Do They're pretty about chill. Don't stream it though. Don't stream, don't stream it, and don't have a competition. That's all right. We will stop it. But reports were saying like he was pulling in like fifty grand a day from the advertising. From advertising, yeah. yeah. Now the okay, so you can't get it now, but maybe you still can. But even though it may not be available on the store, won't he still get the money from the advertising? People are still playing it. Yeah, because when I play the game, it. it still has my yeah. my ads on there. So it's, I'll it, take fifty thousand a day yeah, every day to but get death threats via the internet. And I'm I'm I've got a thick skin. I think I'd be fine in like a month. No one's gonna care about this because some other bullshit game's gonna Flappy come Bird out. Flappy Bird Two, yeah. man, believe. Well, now you have all these clones coming out on the iStore, like the iTunes Store. I really think Flappy Bird was born to be played on Connect. I just want to <laughs> sit on my couch and either wave my arms or or yell Xbox flap over and over. I think that would be really fun. Renee's looking at me with a weird toothy grin. Xbox flap. Did or you keep saying flap to make flap, him like flap, flap, every flap, no flap, every flap, time flap, you have flap. to say Xbox flap, <laughs> or you just wave your arms like you just don't care <laughs> to make your flappy bird fly, fly bird fly. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so yeah, my high score right now is 22. I only played it once and I got like two. Wait, you you did play it? Uh, yeah. Oh. Research purposes only. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's five. Mine's three, so... <laughs> I yeah. was just driving uh, last <laughs> week. I was driving, driving so much, and it was, I just kept playing Flappy Bird while driving. <laughs> well, I, I'm like, I'm like, what is this shit? And then, like, why is everybody talking about this? And I just stopped. Like, it was stupid. Well, I was, um, where was I? I was at a subway at a, in a gas station with you, mm-hmm. Adam Erinder. And we were, this was not anywhere near civilization, but there was a subway. <laughs> you know something has has broken ground when the subway employees in nowheresville are talking about flappy bird right i mean everyone is talking five about million people downloaded it yeah that's a lot of people yeah and it, all of a sudden just and people are i i read on the internet you know the internet never lies um that like people are like paying like top dollar for phones that have flappy bird on it yeah i've seen those reports i, I question I the legitimacy of those that, ebay accounts they are selling five thousand fifteen thousand fifty thousand for iphones that have flappy bird on them but i think that's a, all nonsense there's one on batteries craigslist that's going for a thousand <laughs> Jeez. it's cracked though the screen uh, is a crack well you can play flappy bird that's it all play, counts yeah you can still play it i'll sell mine then <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anybody's really buying for that amount. No, I, I think those are all troll accounts, just like outbidding each other to yeah. make the news or yeah. whatever. They like um with Flappy Bird. I don't know if you guys had this problem or not, but when I was playing it, it literally crashed on me every single time. Like I've never had a never had a when crash. I died, well, you're, you have an I iPhone four though, right? Yeah, Maybe it's too old. Maybe. Yeah, optimized for Windows oh. Phone, obviously. So. <laughs> I'm I'm plebeian. Of my it's iPhone okay. four. It, it, that may be it though. It just maybe it because it's it. older. I just I was like, is, is does everybody like is everybody talking about this because it's a bad game? Like because it keeps crashing. Yeah, is every everybody five liking seconds? it like, ironically? Yeah, I don't like understand. Is, is it like oh man, look how bad this game is? Like I didn't understand. I was like, it's what what is so good? At, why is everybody talking about this? Yeah. So are they working on the board game? Because you know <laughs> a cell phone game made it when there's a board game. Should make it. flappy bead perler sprites. Hmm. That's actually that's a really good idea. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. And one of the best. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I got you. We'll see you at uh, Anime Matsuri. <laughs> Flappy Bird fans. We'll do a panel, Flappy Bird panel. <laughs> I saw when I was looking at iTunes, it was like Flappy like Fish or something <laughs> now. Yeah, the like on the top of the charts. Oh uh, yeah, like yeah, it's all the it's all the knockoffs. Floppy bird, floppy bird. You you came up Puggle. with floppy bird. I came up with floppy bird. It's like just flop around puzzles and dragons and floppy birds. <laughs> it would have, be it would break the internet. If you they have a game. game. It's it's like Flappy Fish, right? And and what it is is uh in it's on the Nintendo sixty four. It's Pokemon Stadium. It's one of the mini games, and with the Magikarp. That's what I, yeah, that's what we talked about. So right now, just hit it up and down. <laughs> as of this recording, at you know Saturday evening, the top free apps on the iTunes Store is Splashy Fish <laughs> and City Bird Flappy Flyer. <laughs> I'd like to option the television rights. <laughs> oh, you know. I want to put the DVDs in the red boxes. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Flappy Bird, the animated series. Splashy Fish, the adventure of a flappy tiny bird fish. <laughs> bird fish. <laughs> a 
Okay, can I donate money to that? There's <laughs> a flying fish. Pretty good. It, no, the fish is underwater, and there are like these weird pillars in the screenshot that look just like the Mario pipes. And uh-huh. shocker, it's it's literally the fish from are Mario. Are they clear? It is. It's, it's the same. Pipes? It's the cheap cheap from Mario. Yeah. So that's that one. Hold on. Let me go. Get. This makes for really great radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then City Bird looks like Angry Birds, like retarded Angry Birds. That's what they look like. Look, you have Sorry to look it up again. People with that. And you fly just... through the little. Anyway, this is bad radio. You're right. Moving right along. <laughs> so that was it. News. Uh, this is kind of a slow week, but also kind of a big week. Maybe more happened. I don't remember. It was a it was, dream. It was a big blur. Was, yeah. <laughs> The whole week, just write us and yell at us if we miss something. It was it was it was all a dream. Yeah, if we missed anything, just let us know. We'll talk about it later. So I already mentioned a couple of the new things that came out this week. They uh, Inazuma Eleven and Steel Diver Sub Wars came out to download on your 3DS right after the Nintendo Direct on Thursday. Uh, Metal Slug Three. Ooh, on Steam finally, right? Came out on Friday. I always wondered why Steam didn't have Metal Slug, and I'm saying that ironically. Uh, I do love Metal Slug. But, but now it's a brand new one. It, well, I mean, that it's not right. Yes, I thought it was three is ten. Three is like fifteen years old. Oh my bad. They've made seven of them so far. Three is generally considered the best one. That's it. Or that was it. or Metal Slug. So X. is this a game about a slug who wears armor? You know, sort of. Okay. But the Metal Slug, much like Metal Gear, is the vehicle that you drive in the um, game, which is very much like a slug with armor. Okay. But the slugs themselves would be the bullets coming from oh, your okay. gun. So. But yeah, the Metal Slug is the uh, titular uh, vehicle from mm-hmm. the game. But I love that franchise. There's tons of Metal Metal Slug anthologies out there. On you know, the Wii has a Metal Slug anthology. On the on the Vita, you can download the PSP version. So okay. if you like games like Contra, right, you would definitely like it. And when I was in college, we had a Metal Slug arcade cabinet in my um, in my apartment. So That's cool. We played a ton of Metal Slug. Okay. Pardon my ignorance. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> uh, downloadable content for half of this table's game of 2013 came out on Friday. Last of Us Left Behind. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's out now. Fifteen dollars. Uh, no discount for PlayStation Plus members. They, they know that's you're gonna odd. buy it. Well, so. they know wrong because I didn't buy it yet. But maybe I will. I thought about it, but I figured it's not going. Just gonna wait right for now. the Game of the Year edition to come out with on the, PS4. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. Good call, Steven. Yeah, that's what they called me in high school. <laughs> good, call, good call, Good Steven. call, Steven. I was just always had good ideas. I thought it was T-Bone. Yeah, they called me T-Bone at lunch. <laughs> so. T-Bone. That's right. <laughs> and then next Tuesday, a game that slipped under my radar. I kept hearing about it. I never knew it was coming out this soon. Uh, Strider. Yeah. Coming out Download on, only. Yeah, download only on... I guess now previous gen and current gen. Courtesy of Amazon. Yeah. Since they bought, well, <laughs> I guess it's not really. But courtesy Capcom. of Capcom. Yeah. But you know who developed that game? Oh, it was Double Helix. Yeah, right? it was. That's right. It's their second good game ever. <laughs> right Capcom's after Killer Instinct. Capcom's moving to that download only thing. Capcom They've been Phoenix there. Right? Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. Strider. Yeah. Man. They just need to get out. Get right out. <laughs> right out. <laughs> Emails. What's it for new releases, really? Come on. There's got to be more. I don't know. So the man said email, Stephen. Okay, Leave it at that. let's just forget about new releases. <laughs> is it something that I missed something that you know For of? next week? Next week. I thought like Thief was coming out. Is it? <gasps> really? Maybe that's not next week. I think it's 
later. I think it's like the twenty something. Okay, then I'm wrong. I want to watch you play that game. I want to play it. Awesome. Yeah. We are a match made in heaven. <laughs> when does Thief comes out on February twenty fifth? Okay, so we're not there. Yet. Sorry, that'll be next week's episode. And new releases, I'll say the, uh, Thief. The gun, so. as well as the Tales of Symphonia collection. Yeah, we're getting that too. That's a busy week. Resident Evil 4 HD on PC. I'm going to have okay, to get anyway. that too. <laughs> Sneak peek at a two weeks yeah, from now, tune games. in next week, kids. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Yeah, that's next oh, Friday. Is there a game that I'm not going to buy? <laughs> <laughs> um, GameWorkExpress at gmail.com is that email address. What's the email address? GameWorkExpress at gmail.com. Oh, excellent. Yeah. You can e- anyone can email us. Anyone. Right? Okay. I heard that it was GameWareExpress at gmail.com. Renee, you are right. You can review us on iTunes. That's right. <laughs> um, our longtime listener from Tokyo, Japan, returns writing to us, Anthony. Um, GameWareExpress crew. First off, it's been a while. Christmas was my busiest time of the year, and I've been looking for an apartment to move and had a bunch of stuff to move back and forth. Uh, I'm happy you're all on iTunes now. Makes all my podcasts united in a single app, which is convenient. That's what we're going for. Uh, Anthony shared his uh, top games of 2013. A little late on that, but it's okay. He has Paper Ple- Papers, Please at number one. That's a great game. The blending of the game's mechanics to make it part of the story was fantastic. I never had so much fun being a pain in the ass to many travelers and terror, I mean revolutionaries. Uh, has some great environments and sound effects. Uh, great game. Favorite of the year. Cool. Thanks for sending that in, Anthony. And he has some questions. What are some games that are absolutely terrible, but you love them anyway? For example, Pokemon Snap. I love the game, but come on. It's an on-rail shooter with different textures and sound effects. <laughs> Don't try to make it anything more uh, than it is. Nevertheless, I love the game. Well, first of all, you're wrong. Pokemon Snap is awesome. But anyway... I, I I know the answer. To what this. you got? Uh, okay, so um, w- I'm gonna ask you guys before I just say it. Uh, but this game has been on more systems than any other game, and I've counted. And I've been on message board threads where people have contended that I'm incorrect, but I don't think I'm incorrect. So um, the game that I love that is bad has been on more formats and re-released more times than any other video game in the history Resident of Evil 4. video games. No, I'm that's that's a good guess, but you're wrong. It is Dragon's Lair. So oh, okay. yeah. Dra- Dragon's Lair is a game that I played uh, infrequently in the arcades because it was so expensive when I was a kid, because it was a dollar, and I didn't have the arcade budget to play it. Um, but when it hit Sega CD in 1993, or actually it was 92, uh, I bought that, and my cousins and I played it all the time. And it's not a good game, because you're just watching this beautifully animated Don Bluth film mm-hmm. and occasionally pressing a direction or an attack button to progress through it. So, But this game is on everything. It's 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 been on every video game system. It's been on PC. It's even on DVD or Blu-ray. You can literally buy <laughs> a Blu-ray disc where you use your TV remote to play it. Um, so it's <laughs> not funny. good. Well, isn't, and, isn't, I mean, arguably... You know the SNES ports and things like that's that. Are, that's actually, yeah, different game. Yeah, it's like a totally obviously different game. Not, or on GameCube, yeah, yeah. Um, or Xbox or PS2. But I'm still talking about the because you can download Dragon's Lair on 3DS. Oh, it's really? on DSiWare, like the original arcade version. You could download it on that. the Vita. I own it on Steam. I own it on wow. Sega CD. I own it on Blu-ray. I own it digitally on Xbox 360, um, and I have not bought it on PSN, but. 
You know, I mean, I, it's not like I'm going out and spending fifty dollars on Dragon's Lair every time. It's well, like, you also own the HD DVD. I own the HD <laughs> HD DVD version of Dragon's Lair. So the look and sound of perfection. I'm not even talking about these the versions that, like you said, Rachel, where yeah. it's they just make a different game out of it. I'm right. talking about the original Laserdisc wow. version. It is on everything. It's on Game Boy Color. Wow. So that if you plug in the cartridge of the on the Game Boy Color of Dragon's Lair, it is the arcade version. Mm-hmm. They've they've taken the game and just made it, you know, twenty colors and it's not a platformer. It is press up or down or left or right <laughs> or action button to go through it. So and Dragon's Lair Dragon's Lair two is good, but it's a lot harder. Um and then Space Ace one and two I don't love as much, but that animation is so good. Don, I'm a huge Don Bluth fan, so mm-hmm. and the game is terrible, but I love it. And that's exactly <laughs> the definition of what Anthony's looking for. Yeah, perfect. Know. So yeah, that for me that was easy. Sorry yeah. if anyone else has more oh, trouble. No. I'm still that. trying to think, ladies. Yeah, I'm still trying to think. I was hoping you guys were thinking while I kept yeah, talking. I was, I was trying. trying. Now, while you guys think, I'll I'll also give you an aside. So when when I did play Dragon's Lair on Sega CD, you know we had a couple of different types of controllers to play it with: a six button controller, three button. But I also had a Turbo Touch 360, which normally the Turbo Touch may be considered the worst controller in the history of video games, especially when you're trying to play Mortal Kombat, because there's no, you know, it's it's a heat sensitive D-pad that doesn't move; it's a flat surface. Mm-hmm. So when you're trying to play a regular game, making rolling motions with your with your hand makes it impossible. But when you're playing a game like Dragon's Lair, that just requires a quick, precise up, down, left, or right. That was the controller to go to for that game. Because if I needed to just press up, it would be a lot quicker for me to do it without actually having to press something down. Mm-hmm. I just touched it. So, and I, I bet you could download Dragon's Lair on your iPad right now. That'd be cool. And then you would just use the same style of controller. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually is on iOS. So. That's really cool. Um, I don't think it's on Windows Phone. Oh, so I'm no. just stuck with Flappy Bird and, Pu- and Puggle. <laughs> Flappy Bird and Puggle. No Dragon's Lair on Windows Phone. But. Um, I still have that terrible TurboTouch 360 controller too. I might have to see if one of our Sega CDs works and maybe go back and. I'm, I'm still really good at Dragon Slayer. Renee can. You are very good. She can at attest it. to that because we were playing. The, I was playing the Xbox 360 version around Christmas. And... To slay the dragon, use <laughs> the magic sword. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> like the character of was it Daphne? Daphne. Daphne's animation. Uh, requires an M rating, I'd say, by today's, yeah. today's <laughs> standards. She's wearing a see-through negligee oh. for like five minutes during the last scene. So mm. Motivation they, to get to the end of the game. Don Bluth. And, you know, that was the first arcade game to ever cost 50 cents. I probably have mentioned it on this podcast because I love that game so much. So I love watching you play it because I, I love Don Bluth's animation style. Yeah. So, anyone else think of an answer? I have several answers. Oh, because great. you know that I love terrible games. Well, Especially a lot of my DS games that I own oh my are God. classified as pretty <laughs> terrible I, can games. Can I make a guess for one? Sure. I'm going to throw it out there that Lux Payne is Yeah, that's on my number one. <laughs> now, Lux, Lux Payne, you can explain what the game is. Well, but I'll explain on. who made it, right? Because... Uh, ben well, let me go through my, my some other ones that aren't that great. So My World, My Way is a that DS game that's really cute. It's about this princess who's going to save her prince. Or no, no, no. Her prince won't marry her because she's too like ridiculous and she's too princessy. So she needs to learn the ways of the world. So she's got to go out. And she, I don't think she even like beats monsters. She just like 
orders them around and yells <laughs> at them, and it's really ridiculous, my but it's world, cute. My World, My Way. But it's called My World, My Way. I own a lot of really terrible DS games that I love, <laughs> though, just because they're cute. I mean, they're made for, like, kids. I don't know, but I love them. Anyway, it's a turn-based RPG. It's, it's cute, but if anyone else just looked at it, I could probably never sell this game because if I tried to explain it to someone, they would be like, um, it, it, that's a lot of my favorite games are like that. Whenever I'm like, oh, Harvest Moon, it's, you're a, you're a farmer and you get married and it's <laughs> cute and there's moo cows and people are just like backing away slowly, like, okay. <laughs> I'll take Titanfall. Anyway. I don't want Harvest Moon. <laughs> Another one that's pretty bad was one I talked about two weeks ago, which is Lost in Blue. It's just, it's pretty terrible. The graphics are bad. Mechanically, like, broken, basically. Because it so much of it is. doesn't really work the way and it's... And it's, it's really difficult because of just the way it's made. And I don't know if it was just, like, t- you know, tested even because... But somehow they released four versions of that in America. Yep. <laughs> so Lost in Blue is pretty bad. Um, Princess Debut, going to go ahead and throw it out there. Terrible. Terrible. The graphics are so bad, so blocky. What do you do in this game, Princess Debut? Uh, it's kind of like a dating sim, but it's also like a rhythm game at the same time. <laughs> so dating sim rhythm game. This is like a this is like this is, my game. This like, is why I the DS this. was great because it had all these weird games. So what do you do in this game? You go on okay. dates. Yeah, you go on like little dates with these princes and then you like dance with them. You ballroom dance. You ballroom That's dance. most of the game is ballroom <laughs> dancing. Yep. So it'll like show like make like a V like on the touchpad. So you make a V like you kind of have to follow it with the music. Great make a job. straight line, make a circle, make a figure eight. <laughs> it gets pretty difficult, honestly, but it's really cute, but graphically terrible. And the writing is so cheesy and bad, which brings me to my next one. Lux Pain. The number one game. The number one bad game is Lux Pain. It's a visual novel. It is a visual novel. And I, you know, what is it about? I don't uh, even it's like know. a virus is infecting people and you have to get it out of them or something. But it's it's a visual novel of like, you know, talking to other characters and moving around and finding out the story each day has a high school setting. Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, what trip was it that I... We were driving to Nashville. Yes, we were driving to Nashville for Eddie Vedder. For a concert, and we uh, I listened to this game. Oh, at any time. Acting. Yeah, any time that something ridiculous would be said, I would read it out loud to Steven, just, and he'd be like, what? Did they really say that? <laughs> just go on to YouTube and watch this, this game's dialogue. It's, it's terrible. It's not as bad as Chaos Wars on PS2, which I admit is horrible the writing and the voice acting but it's like i don't know it's pretty it's, bad it's terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. that was from ignition software um which w- it was published by or i guess it was translated or i don't know brought over by ignition mm-hmm. uh and ben lewis formerly of gameware uh, worked for ignition at that well not at that time but shortly after that time oh that's so, funny yeah but so. even after all that cheesiness and terribleness like Princess Debut is one of my favorite games of all time, and I really I enjoy that. Lux Payne. Yeah. So you can you I can enjoy a bad game. yeah. It's okay if you like a bad <laughs> game. So you the know I, I liked Fable at one point, which is terrible. Right. So <laughs> it's, it's perfectly acceptable. You know. Rachel, do you have an answer? Um, I don't know. I'm still trying to think because like I'm trying to think of like a game that I do legitimately like that's bad. 
Whereas is not liking it ironically. Well, see, what I do is sometimes I like to play bad games because it's hilarious to play bad games. Alf on uh, <laughs> the, the Alf game, not even on Genesis. It was on whatever was before that. Master, Master System. system. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Alf game is not good. Like, like, uh, what is it? Onachambara bikini zombie slayers on the Wii. <laughs> Yeah. And feel the magic on the now, DS. Now, wait a second. Oh, That's, feel the magic. Feel the magic. Feel the magic. Actually, that was like the first game you ever traded in, Steven. It's I traded feel that the in? Magic. Yes. Why did I do that? No, I traded in. It's, 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 it's worse. Its sequel is worse. No, you didn't buy that. You traded uh, feel the magic. Well, you don't I, own it I'm anymore. sure I can get a copy. But I want the box. sequel, too. What was it? Like something about bunnies. R- touch bunnies. Touch, rub, yeah, touch. Touch. Rub, rub bunnies. Rub, rub rabbits. Rubbing rabbits. Rub, rub rabbits. Rub rabbits. Rub rabbits. rabbits. <laughs> So it's another game, dating game. game Touch another game. Hiding space. It's just so it's scary. scary. <laughs> um, we'll put a space in the show notes. <laughs> I mean, I legitimately like the Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire game, if that counts. Was it on Game Boy Color? GameCube. Okay. Yeah. That game's terrible. I know. I really like it, though. The Game Boy Color game is good. Yeah, no, I've never, I've not played that one, but I, I, at the time, like, my little cousins had a GameCube. I never had a GameCube. Um, but we would always rent games all the time. And um, the only games that they owned were Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Mario Kart Double Dash, and Power Rangers Dino Thunder. Sound like losers. <laughs> well, they were five. <laughs> so, you know. Um, so I would play, like, a so lot of... you didn't of, play Mario Kart. You decided I, no, to play... no, I was really good at Mario Kart. But there was only so many times where I could, like, play that by myself and then, like, you know, let my cousins win or stomp them into the ground. So I... um. So I played Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire quite a good bit because, you know, I was just like, I just want to play the GameCube. So I agreed to love it. It's not very good. <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head except it's it's a weird answer. I'm a sucker for, like, Wheel of Fortune or, like, Jeopardy on a video game console. <laughs> and while, like, those are fine game shows, they're not, I guess, good games. They're not really games. It's just adaptations of a game <clears throat> show. But, yeah. like... I was like so tempted to buy those on Wii U when they came out. I'm like, I'm not spending fifty dollars um, on Wheel of Fortune. Well, uh, Nordic Games, who bought out the Darksiders franchise from THQ, is re-releasing Jeopardy and oh, perfect uh, Wheel of Fortune on everything <laughs> in a couple of weeks, and it's only gonna be twenty bucks. So, not together, right, oh, but it. you could just buy one of them if you wanted to. Can't you just That's get that on your too. iPhone or something? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. But, see, I don't know. I don't have a good. I got another for one question. for you. Uh oh. Speaking okay. of. Uh, Video game adaptations of game shows. When was your draw? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> on my 18th birthday, no, it was actually my 21st birthday, uh, one of my best friends and college roommate, Richard, uh, gave me a big giant bag of NES games for my birthday. And one of those games, I believe, was Win, Loser Draw because we played that for weeks. It was just terrible, terrible music. And <laughs> it's a terrible game because you, you've got... I don't know, four directions to move, or maybe eight directions to move the little cursor around to draw things. And mm-hmm. You can't draw anything, so <laughs> just trying to guess what I'm drawing. It's it's so much fun, and it is a terrible game. So I have the board game adaptation of that game show. Isn't that just called Pictionary? Yeah, but it's Win, Loser, <laughs> But they, they called it Win, Loser, Draw. It's win, the home draw. game. Home game. Well, that was all the game shows would advertise, like, the home game. Like, there was Wheel yeah. of Fortune, the home game. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother in uh, 1992 had this weird electronic home game version of Wheel of Fortune. Like the little Mattel thing? No, it was different. You actually would use it when the game show was what? on television. Yes. I don't know how this worked. 
Because you could like play it while they're playing it, but you wouldn't play their puzzle. I don't remember. What? But you could actually win prizes. Okay. So was there a DOS version of Wheel? Oh yes, of- yeah, absolutely. I played that. I played the heck out of that. I played yeah. the DOS version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Huh. It was. Oh. Is it the last DOS game ever made? <laughs> That's pretty much the end of the line. I might, DOS 7. I might be making that up. Don't quote me. That, on that. that was probably a Windows 98. Maybe. Let's say because Must Be a Millionaire was. That yeah, was it was later. Late 90s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was later. So. Actually, it, the Wheel of Fortune game I played was like two colors. Like it was old. Yeah, and there was DOS. Sometimes EGA DOS only. Had I just a remember few like yeah. pixelated Regis Philbin. Is that I'm I'm probably making you probably this dreamed up. it. I dream I it did. a lot. So it's normal. You're okay. Oh man, I used to play that game a lot though. That Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I'm like and I also had this like Rugrats drawing game on the computer. That was just um, MS Paint, actually. It wasn't really a <laughs> they video lied game. to me about that. <laughs> I do, however, have a definite answer for his second question. Ooh. Which, uh, what are the most overrated games of 2013? Oh, well, okay. He gave his examples, but I'm not reading them because I disagree. <laughs> okay, I, I have an answer okay. right now. It's Bioshock Infinite. Uh, so, that's what he has written. For yeah, because Bioshock job. Infinite, I will give you my one sentence review of Bioshock Infinite. It is a game. <laughs> and for some reason, it doesn't draw me in. Uh, nothing about it, nothing about that game leads me to wanting to keep playing it. And I know it's highly rated and it's on a lot of people's top five, and I'm sure it's a great game. It just doesn't draw me in at all. Nothing about it is interesting to me in the first couple of hours, and I don't want anything. I don't want to play it anymore. So I'm not going to. Fair enough. The good thing is, thanks to PlayStation Plus, I didn't have to actually spend money on it. So, um, but yeah, Bioshock Infinite. Like, I'm sure it's a great game, but it's just not for me. Maybe it's just who I am. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say that's pretty much overrated. So. Uh, my answer is Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons because I thought that game was complete shit. There we go. Uh, I'm still gonna try that one. Yeah, though. I mean, I'm not gonna ruin the ending that everybody always talks about. Like, I get they were brothers all along. <gasps> I get why they liked it. It's just the controls were frustrating, and re- the puzzles were lame, and it wasn't as pretty as everyone, yeah, makes out to be. It was just not fun. We hate video games. That's right. <laughs> that's what the show's about. Yeah, just I just didn't like it. I know the controls. That's supposed to be part of the game. No, yeah, two different controls. No, that's a shitty excuse. I feel like I already did that with Fusion Frenzy, like yeah. twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, I'll still try it out. I agree with Steven. Whenever <laughs> I watched him play Bioshock Infinite, I was just like, "We are all wrong, hey. Rachel." Mm. <laughs> well, I think you know what my answer is going to be because it's Grand Theft Auto Five. Right. But I, I mean, I just don't care for it, you mm-hmm. know. Like, so it's not my kind of game. So, like, of course, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna think it's overrated because I'm right. like, what, you know, this is stupid. But yeah, sure. you know, yeah. I think I remember uh, when I was listening to another podcast uh, earlier last year, uh, Jeff Kanata on Weekend Confirmed said that he was having trouble with that game because he just was tired of being yelled at by constantly by characters. Just everyone's just yelling all the sure. time. And I think I think I would agree with Rachel. If I'd played Grand Theft Auto Five, I think I would get kind of sick of just the writing and the characters yeah. in that game. Just constantly everyone's not that everyone they're swears a lot. Just constantly. And it's like, like everyone's on eleven all the time, yeah. just angry at each other. And that's why, see, I didn't like the Trevor Phillips character, and everyone loved him. He's the crazy guy. Right. And everybody loved the Trevor character. I just hated him. I did not like him at all. I just thought it was like, 
I don't know. I was like grossed out by those people watching you play the first five minutes of that game. I was like, Mm-mm, I don't want to watch uh, this. Well. But oh, I I thought of an answer for his first question again. Does Neopets count? <laughs> <gasps> Neopets! Neopets! I love. I love. Neopets. Is that a game or a service? Well, uh, it has games. Right. And it's it, gamey. Mercy, yeah. <laughs> or America, America. Yeah, no, it has games. So, like, does that count? Because I used to, like, stay up till... We are not falling down the Neopets hole on this podcast. All right, Rachel, we should sign up for Neopets again. And then the next podcast podcast will be Neopets exclusive. I have an active Neopets account right now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. You know, that. <laughs> uh, fun fact: My name spelled backwards is Nepets, Nepets? which oh. is pretty similar to Neopets. <laughs> Steven spelled backwards. I will sue them. So no, I uh, I have an active Neopets account because I really wanted to play. Um, what was that one game? Uh, it was. It might have been Mirror. Did they ever have a? Do breakfast they still cereal? have like the Neopets like world, yeah. and then you can go and then to you go and you get your <gasps> omelet every day. Mm. Same thing. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I should do it again. <laughs> Thank you for writing in, Anthony. We have another email from Hikari. Hikari. Hey gang. Sorry I've been sorry I haven't been posting questions lately. Life and duty calls sometimes. If a game track could follow you around and telegraph how you felt and situations you got in, what would it be? Wait, I'm confused. Like, like, game a, track? like music? Yeah, I guess like soundtrack in a, a, in a game. Like a song. Oh, oh okay. An Wait, so say, that, say it one more time. If a, if, a, if a game soundtrack could follow you around and telegraph how you felt during oh, uh, situations you got in, what would it be? Renee. Phoenix Wright. <laughs> oh, Bam. Yes. That, that's a great yeah. <laughs> Easily Phoenix Wright. The music's just great, and mm-hmm. it's got good walking around music. It's got good like intense music. It's got good heartfelt music. That's true. It's got everything. So Phoenix right, hands down. Good there you answer. go. Bam. I have an answer, and it's Metal Gear Rising. I, I've mentioned it a few times. So yes. I'm pretty much always awesome, uh, but not everyone realizes it. So you don't realize it at first. So when you're playing a boss battle in Metal Gear Rising, the music is awesome, but you may not notice right away. Now, when you get to a certain part that escalates the boss battle to the final level, that's when the lyrics kick in. And that's when you start realizing that the music is awesome. So for mm-hmm. me, I'm just always going to be who I am, and you may not know it, but then when you do, that's when the lyrics kick in. Right. So that's that's pretty much the analogy that I'm trying to, to roll with there. So, And I'm, of course I'm joking, you know, but, it's, <laughs> but I feel like, like that would be my best answer. So. Mine is similar to Renee's, but I would say Persona. Just Which one? Because I, always... I was thinking Persona Four. You are... I really like that one song. You're always humming Persona music. I am. You are. Like always. And it just like it's got instances where like things are really energetic, mm-hmm. or things are kind of sad or solemn, mm-hmm. or like it's got that wide range of songs. And it's probably just one of my favorite game soundtracks. Yeah. But I mean, I am always I'm in a good mood humming that Persona ba, ba. song. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I've already used that for music, so I can't use it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking like either because I really like the Super Mario Galaxy music. It's good music. But um, maybe like a Kirby game. I don't Ooh. know. 
I remember it's not music you like. I know, it's music I know that, to, but okay. I was thinking Persona 4 because I really like that one song. And you haven't even played that one I know, yet. but I listen to the so soundtrack good. all the time. Yeah. I'm also going to put out anything from the F-Zero franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just... Because I'm always going. Yep, can't we are me. always going. So yeah. yeah. That's like, a really great question. I want to thank Hikari for... Yeah, that's a good one. Well, because Kirby's Dreamland, like, you know, it has, like, bubbly music. It has, like, intense music. And it has, like, kind of, like, calm music. You know, it's Kirby's Dreamland. Chess Master on Super Nintendo. First episode. Curious. (laughs) That music just makes me think of curiosity. (laughs) Thank you all for writing in this week. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. So uh, let's wrap the show up with our special stages. I'll go first. I was sitting around bored earlier today on a Saturday morning, and uh, growing up I was a big fan of watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And Power Rangers is still a show, which is always oh. fun to tune in. How Because when you watch it now, like on Netflix, it's terrible acting. It was a bad show. But when you like have that nostalgia of being like three or four watching it, it's still okay. Thirteen. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but now, it was... It, it's really bad, and it was a new episode today where they got, like, new morphing power, so they, like, upgraded to, like, instead of being, like, Ultra Force, they were Super Mega Can't Force. Can't they go back to the old costumes? And then they could, have, they could morph yeah. into the Legendary Rangers. Uh-huh. They can morph into, like, the old Power Rangers now. Legendary. And, and, like, the episode I was watching, they morphed into, like, nine different Power Rangers, and it was so Every weird. time is morphing time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the show's still only 24 minutes long. How yeah. are they... One of the episodes we watched was 11 minutes long. <laughs> or and like what? Or 18. How do they have the time to, to change costumes? So <laughs> or to much? show the same sequence of the Zords coming out well, of the Well, now they desert. don't have that. Now they have really bad CG, um, and the Megazord was a pirate, and it like was doing backflips and stuff. What? And it was so weird. It wasn't like the guys fighting in like the cardboard, and you could see like their pants legs through the Megazords anymore. <laughs> it wasn't real Power Rangers. That's but weird. Anyway, so yeah, Power Rangers is still weird. That's weird. Anyway, I was thinking, um, you know, one thing that we didn't talk about during news was NPD, uh, and it kind of came out that the PS4 sold, I don't know, twice as many units as the Xbox One in the month of January, uh, and a lot of people on the internet like to say, well, obviously Xbox One is not going to sell, look at these numbers, but it's so early, guys, and there's just, there's no software out there, and it, d- it takes time to build that user base. It's definitely a war, not just a battle. Yeah. So. Um, and I, I mean, I keep saying the past couple of weeks, and the past couple of days on the internet, I think proves it is when Titanfall comes out next month. I think Microsoft's going to sell a lot of units because the amount of people just trying to get in on the beta. Yeah. There's a lot of hype surrounding this game, and, that, and that, that's what Microsoft's kind of. Be- I mean, they have an update coming out in March specifically for Titanfall. Why, and why do we want just a console manufacturer to fail? Why do we want a Nintendo to fail? We we want all these consoles to do well. You know, we want more competition uh, makes makes better games. No, Steve, I don't have to justify my five hundred dollar purchase. And my mommy would only buy me one, and if it wasn't mine, then it sucks, and I hate it. So th- that's that's a preview of message boards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I mean, if 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 all these new consoles sell well, then hopefully we'll get fun. You know, different games that are unique to each platform. Because if you guys remember, and you may not, back when there was only one console, it was kind of a disaster. Uh, so when there was only the Atari, it, it, there was no creativity. It was just things getting thrown out there that were copies of things, and, and 
it takes uh, a different thought process of having a unique format that has a camera you can interact with or a tablet controller that you can play with or or just a really powerful system that can do anything it takes those different types of formats to kind of breed unique games you know i wouldn't be able to play a game like wonderful 101 uh on that Wii U without that touchpad and i know nintendo is having trouble right now figuring out what to do with that but you know they had the same problem with the ds when it came out no one really knew what to do with that bottom screen. Um, so it just took time for them to really learn how to make interesting, fun games. So just give it time. And maybe one day I'll be clamoring about how awesome I think a Kinect game is because of how unique the control method was. That, that time is not today. <laughs> and it hasn't been for the past three or four years either. But, I, you know, you shouldn't count it out. So that's pretty much it. Oh, I guess I'll hop right back on over to Danganronpa and kind of say that I'm really excited mostly to play this game because there is an anime out of it and all of my friends have watched it and I have not watched it because I knew it would spoil the game for me. That's really why I've been waiting for this to come out. I, when you were describing it, I was going to there's got to be an anime for this, right? So. Yeah, and it, I guess I don't want to say it was recent, but it was fairly recent and that's why it's gotten all popular and I'm pretty sure that's why it was even localized is because of that. So it's going to be really awesome to finally be able to watch it once I'm done with the game. So I need to hurry up and finish that game. I'm really excited that it even came out here. So thank you, Nippon Ichi Software. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, thought of something. So I've been wanting to watch Pokemon Origins really bad. Mm -hmm. And I know, Adam, that you don't like necessarily watching subbed things all the time. It takes my because just it takes my attention away from what's I, going on, on the I, screen I know, to read at the bottom. But I mean, you know, it's it goes kind of slow in in Pokemon Origins from the clips that I've seen. But I saw this past week I saw a dubbed clip from it, and it was awful. It was so bad. It was terrible. And I don't know if anybody else out there that's listening has seen all of it, and you know the sub and the dub versions, but. Like, tell me which one I should watch, because right now I'm, I'm leaning toward the subbed one, because the subbed one sounds awesome, uh, awful, not awesome, awesomely <laughs> awful. So yeah, I, I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want to watch it dubbed. It sounds bad. It just so reminds me of whenever they had that trailer for Black and White 2 mm -hmm. in Japanese. It was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Their voices yeah. sound great. And then the English version came out in the second end spoke. I was like, Turn this off! It's horrible! I don't want to listen to it! Ah! Yeah, so. no, it was just bad. Like, like the clip I saw was just like, after getting my boulder badge, oh, I, and I was like, oh my yeah. god, no! So, I didn't, Worst. I just, mm -mm. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the um, only thing I thought of. I've been fine. cuddling with my cat this whole episode. So if you've heard a cat meow, it's Sorry. Rachel's fault. It's okay. Well, that does it for this week's show. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. You can find me on Twitter at Use the Triforce. I'm on Twitter at Mint Nay. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Gameware. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. You can also find us on iTunes. Oh, that's right. You should rate us on iTunes. Uh, if you've subscribed through that portal, 
give us a rate five stars is appreciated. If you don't want to rate us five stars, keep listening until you think we deserve it. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, y'all, for joining me. Sorry again for the delay. We'll try to be back on time, hopefully next week. Um, until then, have a great weekend. We'll see you then. <laughs>